All right, guys, thank you for that. We're going to welcome in our next live guest. And we've got John Barlow joining us from Kenco to talk a little bit about warehouse safety. John, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hey, appreciate you having me. Not necessarily a super exciting topic, but a very necessary one, right? We got to make some strategic investments to keep folks in your warehouses safe because safety is key. What are your top three points to ensure warehouse safety? It goes just beyond posting up some safety postings, right, up on your warehouse floor. Sure, yeah. So uh, no surprise, uh, the last few years have been pretty crazy. So the complexity from the pandemic and then our own buying habits, you know, I'm guilty too. I want the speed of delivery and e-commerce and I want, uh, you know, my products today. Uh, so all of those factors, along with, you know, talent shortages, the job market being crazy, um, we really need to focus heavily on our safety cultures at our sites. Uh, so really being creative in how we approach the new demands um, and managing safety a little bit differently. So, you know, really between investing in our people, creating a strong safety culture, um, you know, introducing technology and innovations like PPE and exoskeletons to help with uh, ergonomics improvements and musculoskeletal disorder uh, decreases, as well as investing in more robust technology like um, Fleet Cloud, our, our proprietary telematics solution uh, that offers real-time location services. And why that's important is, uh, you know, forklift operations in warehouses and people don't mix. So, uh, when there's a potential for a forklift and a pedestrian to strike one another, I think we can all agree that that is not a situation that we want to to have in our warehouses. So amazing uh, progress that really the whole uh, warehousing fulfillment distribution centers have, have experienced over the last few years in light of the pandemic and, and our growing complexity that we all demand as consumers. Talking about exoskeletons, it looks super fascinating. Are we talking about the very large ones like we see in uh, Rip Ridley Scott's Alien, or is this something where more <laughs> functional ones so I don't, like, pull my back out? Yeah, so the technology is still evolving. I mean, uh, there are some out there that are uh, they're kind of large and, and uh, intrusive. Uh, however, uh, you know, it's, it's a huge demand from all of us in the warehousing logistics space. So we are really challenging these uh, engineers and innovators to create more advanced products. Uh, we're trialing one here in our innovation lab in particular that's, uh, you know, really comfortable to wear. It's not intrusive. Uh, you know, it's, it's fairly, uh, you know, appropriately sized and it's gender specific too. So uh, depending on your body shape, uh, you know, you have a, a solution that prevents those lower back injuries, uh, transfers to larger muscle groups so that, uh, you know, our industrial athletes in the warehouses can safely move our products every day. I love that term industrial athlete, right? Because at the end of the day, you're talking about a warehouse worker who, of course, has to have very physical ability. You're working a very physically demanding job. I think that it's fascinating and very much needed that you guys at Kenco are taking this approach to be kind of proactive about injury prevention instead of asking, okay, well, you got hurt on the job. Now, how can we adjust your job to keep you working with your injury, right? It's about keeping your people healthy and taking care of them on the front side so they don't get injured. How has this helped you guys kind of look at warehouse retention and job retention. We see a lot of growth in job numbers and hiring when it comes to getting people into these warehousing jobs. But if you're getting into a place like Kenco and their innovation lab where things are working really well, you're being taken care of, I'm sure that that makes hiring and retention super, super easy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, uh, you know, safety is a core principle for us here at Kenco. So 
at the moment they come on to, uh, to one of our, our job sites or in our, our fleet or in a warehouse, um, they're approached with, uh, you know, a strong safety presence. And they're asked to, you know, commit to a, a very robust safety and health philosophy. And really, you know, the shifting in how we measure safety success has, has really been kind of a renaissance over the last few years, um, where we're not just looking at our incident rates or the absence of injury as our measure of success. Rather, we're, we're, we're shifting to a more, um, uh, I'd say, more progressive uh, paradigm shift in that we're looking at, at how associates, employees, drivers contribute to that safety success through, you know, proactive engagement activities. It could be, you know, just developing a strong safety mindset so that uh, weather conditions out on the road, or uh, we just talked about congestion in some of these big cities, uh, how we can uh, manage that stress, how we can manage those internal and external factors in our organization out on the roads so that we make wise and reliable decisions. And so that shift from really just focusing on the injury and, and some of the sensational details around what caused that injury to more really how are we promoting and influencing a safe workplace is, is where safety is headed over the next few years. And diving into telematics as well as uh, optimization, you know, software for visibility platforms, is that something where a lot of times telematics is good for the thoroughfare, you know, uh, optimizing the loading and unloading of vehicles or are these telematics and stuff good from a safety component as well as in like how so I don't get hit by like a forklift or something. Uh, what <laughs> are some right. of the what are some of the ways technology is helping? Well, obviously, you know, uh, being in safety uh, and leading this organization, uh, I focus heavily on what we call high potential events or what we described as a forklift contact. But yeah, it does uh, work to improve your fleet efficiency as well as maintenance. Um, you know, so the the technology built into some of the telematics software is predictive in that it tells you exactly when a maintenance uh, service is needed or how the forklift's being driven. It could be temperature of the forklift to extend your fleet life. You know, the supply chain disruption has affected our fleet uh, inventories as well. And, and customers are asking, how can we extend the life of these forklifts? So having an onboard computer system like a telematics software uh, has multiple benefits outside of just safety. Like you said, it has business improvements as well. John, can you touch a little bit on smart warehouses and the introduction of robotics into the space and kind of finding that sweet spot between your human capital, your robotic capital, getting them to work seamlessly together, but keeping it safe? Yeah, so, you know, kind of pointing back to, to safety success in general, you know, it's a combination of our people as well as these innovations and tools uh, in unison. So they really have to be inter integrated to each other. They have to be interdependent. And so as technology advances, we also have to improve our, our, our training, our education, as well as how that uh, interfaces with our people. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a, a two-lane highway that's, that's running in parallel that we're constantly trying to, to keep progress um, at, an, at an equilibrium. So um, without a doubt, safety professionals in particular uh, operations leaders uh, have to stay up to date on, on what the newest technology is and how that affects not only operations, but safety in general. And closing thoughts here as well. Uh, when we're looking at improvements in, in safety, is this something where we're seeing a lot of movement like Kinko and stuff? Are you all, uh, do you see it more 
pushed uh, technology being developed or is it something that government OSHA and other regulatory things, is it kind of a push-pull situation or are you being more influenced by government guidelines than having to react to them? Yeah, obviously, you know, the, the minimum acceptable standards, what the regulatory uh, agencies require. Uh, and, and, you know, all of us, business and, uh, and government, are really trying to, to keep up with the times. Um, you know, everything accelerated as a result of the pandemic. And so uh, part of that is, is, one, keeping our people safe uh, as new technologies emerge, but, you know, really understanding how the, how the people interface into that technology uh, is where we, we really need to put the practicality of, of safety to use. So uh, I would say it's it's probably twofold, uh, both, uh, you know, governmental agencies as, as well as private business are working together to uh, to really advance the, the, the profession as well as, you know, improve operational efficiency in warehousing. And John, if folks want to learn more about Kenco, reach out or uh, even help get involved, what's the best way to get in contact with you all? Yes, you can visit us online at kincogroup.com. And we're also on uh, all the social media threads, including LinkedIn. So check out Kinco. Appreciate it, John. Thanks for coming on the show. Going to keep an eye out on those exosuits, though, because I will get me one one day. I skipped leg day. But 